you said that you're not valuing your physical and mental well-being. Yeah. And you're not valuing your sleep. Yeah. You're not going to the gym. Yeah. So I wonder what happens when um, – now, now, I would ask a, a, a more of a head question. Come back to the head. That's a hard stuff. You just said, like, do you value your life? Absolutely. Yeah. I. I yeah. Wait. Actually, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Let, let me let me think of that. Um. Hmm. I value my life based on what other, how other people value my life. Hmm. If that makes sense. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad you joined us. Today's episode is going to be a little different. As you know, we try some different things here. We have two guests, actually, uh, Sunny and Mayank. Um, they are both from Australia. Currently, uh, Sunny is, is still in Australia, but Mayank is in London. Um, he's in a transition period of his life and it's really exciting. Um, and in this conversation, we make masks and the conversation takes a twist. It almost turns into like a mini ever forward club circle with three men. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I, I think you're going to hear some real talk. I think you're going to hear some introspection. You're going to hear uh, two friends who are in a new chapter of their friendship that is now taking one across the world. And, you know, at the end of this episode, you know, there's no surprises. I'm not you know, like trying to make a surprise kind of thing for you. They're going to, have a moment where they get to like really talk to each other. Sonny gets to share some words with Mayank that uh, maybe he already knew, but um, what I, what I sensed in the moment in my own just timing and feeling of what was happening is um, there were some words that seemed to need to come out. And um, all I can say in these conversations is that you get a chance to witness what it's like when men get to, take off their masks like how do you tell your best friend that you love them how do you tell them that you're there for them how do you remind them that hey you're not alone how do you even when they in their minds are thinking they're protecting you by not telling you what they're going through sometimes it's easy to do sometimes you've already created that and sometimes a random person from some other place connects to dots and I'm not saying I connected any dots. I'm not saying I fixed anything. I'm not saying any of that. I am saying that it was really beautiful to just be able to be a part of this conversation with them. And so uh, I've never been to London. So I told uh, my aunt, my aunt that one day I'm going to get there and visit, hopefully. And uh, I look forward to going back to Australia. I told Sonny I'm going to looking forward to seeing him as well, face to face one day as well. So, you know, this movement is moving around the world. And we hope that if you know someone, if you think there's someone with that we should talk to, please let us know. Send us a message, an email, review. So everything's in the show notes where you can find us. Send us a DM on social media. Stay in touch. Tell somebody about these episodes if you feel that they're conversations worth sharing. And we look forward to continuing to create experiences that are meaningful, that are heartfelt, that are uh, alive, because that's what we bring to this space. We bring opportunity for men 
of all ages, all backgrounds to realize that we're not alone. And sometimes those conversations are easy and sometimes they're a little harder. And I hope that the easy ones that you enjoy to listen to and I hope the harder ones open your heart to, to care and love and give more empathy to the men in your life. Really appreciate all of you for being a part of these episodes. Uh, we're excited because what we have a vision of when when Ryan, our engineer, and our um, tech um, person meet, like we're always trying to be really thoughtful about mixing up the voices, younger voices, older voices. You just heard from our youth host who had his first episode. He's preparing for his second one right now. Like it is happening because of people like you who continue listening and sharing. And so we hope that this next season, we, we don't have chapters and we don't have seasons kind of, we were kind of like, it's been one long season. Uh, we wanted to keep it exciting and we want to keep it entertaining and we want to keep it meaningful. Um, and I hope that we are doing that for you. Please enjoy today's episode with Sonny and my Mayank, uh, two friends from university. Um, from Australia, uh, who get to connect. And I get to be a part of this connection with them. Have a great one, folks. And if you want to make a mask, you can do that at millionmask.org. I'm looking forward to uh, the next chapter. And I'll just give you a little tidbit because I think it's important. We're in the second month of the first quarter of 2023. <laughs> um, our vision is that by the end of March, the, the end of the first quarter of 2023, we're going to reach 100,000 masks. That means we right now need to get 35 schools to sign up to do the Million Mask Movement digitally at their in their locations. We're going to be doing a couple of live workshops here in the Bay Area, but we're inviting schools to use a digital tool, 35 schools to sign up to be one of those 35. And 100,000 is more than just a, a really fancy round number. It is a community building experience and a milestone that we think is going to transform this movement. So thank you for being a part of it with us. Please tell somebody about it. Millionmask.org. You can make your mask there. And we'll see you soon, folks. Take care. Bye now. Sunny and Mayank, welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. It is so good to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having us. It's, it's great to be here. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I know we've been dancing around to try and get this date, Ashanti, and I can see that cheeky smirk on your face <laughs> as well. So I am I am incredibly excited for what we have in store, um, yeah, over the next little while. Well, listen, I, first of all, I, you should know that this is our first time uh, doing having two guests. So I'm really excited about not only really? what Kelly's going to create in her graphical magic, what Ryan is going to put together, but this is our first time having two guests. And so I'm really excited to have you both on the show. No, that, that's, that's so nice. I, I, Sunny and I were thinking like, you know, why us? Why us out of all people, Ashanti? <laughs> well, hopefully, oh. man, hopefully it's not, not, not his last time having two guests. Hopefully we don't put you oh, off. Oh, true. Ashanti. Yeah. So, first and last, mate. <laughs> make sure you don't speak, make sure you don't speak too early. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I trust. I trust that everything is happening for a reason. Mm. And, and I think I had such a good time with you all when we had our first conversation, um, on your show. And I think, um, that conversation was just like this. This is the only the beginning of of a connection. And so, um, how about this? How about you both introduce yourselves um, individually? What do you want people to know about you before we jump into these masks? And then you two can decide who goes first. Ooh, all right. Well, okay. Well, society wants to go first, mate. I don't know. 
I can I can do a bit of an intro uh, to myself. So I um yeah my my name is Sunny. I am 24 years old from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, I've uh, been born and raised here, but uh, hail from a um, I guess Indian family. I live with a, a single mum and a younger brother. So it's been a quite quite an interesting last couple of years, and I'm sure we'll touch into it. Um, but Mank and I also run a podcast outside of work uh, on on men's mental health, uh, and yeah, it's just been. I guess this is meant to be a short intro, so I won't I won't ramble on for too long. But uh, I yeah, I'm a, I'm a brother, I'm a son. Um, you know, I work full time. I'm passionate about uh, mental health and, and the space and connecting with other people around the world uh, who have very similar passions. So very much like yourself, Ashanti. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty keen for what we get into, especially with the mask. So yeah, nice, nice. over to you, Ming. Nice, honey. Whew, okay, how do I answer this question? I always, um, it's funny, whenever someone answers me, asks me this question, I, never, I can never give them a straight answer. It's like, like, it's like, what do you do for a job? I can never give them a straight answer, but I'm going to try my best now. Um, I am, my name is Mayank Sahani. I am 25 years old, so one year older than Sunny. Um, Sunny and I, obviously, we, we run a podcast uh, called Bottled Up. Um, it's about men's mental health and men's mental well-being, and it's something that uh, myself and, and Sunny are very, very passionate about. Um, I was born and raised in Melbourne, um, and I've always considered myself uh, Australian at heart. Um, but of course, I'm, I've, I've, I do I hail from a, an Indian ethnicity as well. And I've actually me- recently moved over to London, um, which has, again, we can talk about this a little bit later on, but that's brought on a whole um, a whole heap of opportunities, but also uh, along with it, uh, a whole heap of stresses as well. Um, so keen to, to get to dive into that a bit more. But in terms of w- what I would like people to know about me, I'd like to, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a chill kind of guy, a bit laid back, um, open to open for a chat. And um, hopefully I can try and bring some positive energy to this uh, very positive podcast. Yeah. Well, trust that you don't, you bring whatever you want to bring. Like <clears throat> the goal is that you, if it's positive, great. And if it's not, it's also just as welcome. I think the goal would be we want to normalize that it doesn't always have to be great. It doesn't mm-hmm. always have to be positive. Like, and if it and if it is great, but what we've seen with a lot of our young people, definitely young men in our work, is that sometimes it's not. And they have forgotten mm-hmm. how to talk about it because for so long people would say, Hey, you'll be okay. Just get out, get over it. Like just suck it up. And they yeah. and they do that so good that even when you're like, no, but it's written all over your body, <laughs> it's written all over your face that something's up and you're trying to tell me that you're fine. And I'm not here to make you tell me something you don't want to tell me, but just know that I got you yeah. when you're ready, you know, yeah. I'm, that I'm here when you're ready because you don't need to be, you just need to be you, right? Mm. You don't need to be perfect with me, you know? So to welcome, to welcome the other side of that as well. And mm, love Ayanka, that. I want to love that. Welcome. Love that, man. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. So, so what we can do right now is one of you gets to decide. Since Sunny, since you went first, then how about Mayank? You decide who who do you want to go first with the mask. You want me to go first, or do you would you want one of you to go first? Um, I, I'm happy to kick it off. Um, I'm okay. happy to I'm happy to open up. So so how does this work, Shanti? So I just show like yeah. So we all made our mask just, before time beforehand. So just show the front of the mask first, and then we'll we'll all do the front, okay. and then we'll go to the back. Okay, so this is the front. Can you see that? Okay, I can. Yes. I can. Yeah, you want to read them to us? 
not 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 the best uh not the best drawing by the way um i hope that's not a true reflection of why, no, that's, but, that's that's a good um, that's a good that's a good mango mank yeah, <laughs> oh, egg, more like an egg mate um an egghead uh so i like uh, from the front uh, i've put the three words that i would describe my my front would be supportive happy and hardworking. I, i'm into my alliterations mm. so i was i was going to do healthy happy hardworking, but i think supportive is is something that i try to portray Nice. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. Sonny, you want to go next? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me put it on this side, actually. But, but, but before you go, Sonny, before you go, is there, um, Mayank, is there anything about any of those words you want to say anything about? Or any, any uh, one of them in particular you want to say anything about? Um, no, I, I think they're pretty self-explanatory. I, I oh. Yeah, I, I'm happy to – I don't know how this generally works, but I'm happy to expand on it a bit later on. But um, – I think yes, yeah, supportive. I've, I've always liked to put other people before myself. Um, I'm always interested to know and, and be there for my mates, mm. um, and I always want to to make sure that they are okay before um, before myself. Um, happy. I'd like to exude a positive energy um, to those people around mm. me, um, and I think a positive. If I create a positive energy, that creates a positive energy in their life as well. Um, so whether that's in a working context, whether that's in my in my friendship context. Uh, whether it be family as well, and the last one being hardworking, because I will, I, I will, particularly from a, from a work context, I want to be someone known as, but with a very strong work ethic, very dedicated. Um, so it's 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 funny, like these three, these three are kind of the the, the ad facing words, adjectives, but I think beneath that is a whole layer of of other adjectives that I would describe myself as well. Um, and then I guess the the next part will be the the fundamental part, which is who we actually are behind all of this mm. all of these adjectives and all these words mm, beautiful thank you sonny very, you want to go very well said mank yeah. always the always the articulate one in our in our relationship so <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. Um, um so this is this is the front of my mask uh and i've got uh here uh composed and uh, composed and calm i guess is the first sort of quality the second being hardworking and the third being uh, funny. So uh, first one around being calm. I've always, and I don't know, like very similar to Mank, like <clears throat> these are qualities like that I've always tried to embody because I feel mm. like, um, you know, maybe they come out of a way of like, this is a way of like trying to build friendships, you know, from a very young age. Um, but and maybe I've held on to it, but I think for me, I've always valued, you know, being calm and composed as, you know, we're in this tide, you know, we're all kind of in this river in life and kind of has these rocky edges and, um, you know, different rifts and, um, uh, you know, currents, these currents come through in our life. So um, <clears throat> being calm, I think, has always been a quality I've really um, tried to embody. And I've always been told that, I've got a calming voice, a calming sort of presence. And so, you know, that's, that's something I've always enjoyed. Um, <clears throat> hardworking, very similar to Mank, like probably stems from a lot of different insecurities and, and a bunch of other things which are on the other side. Um, but mm. um, I've always, yeah, again, very much valued hard work um, and tried to, you know, I've, I'm always a big believer in that we're not always given, not every single person has been given the same platform in life. You know, all of us come from very different platforms, different privileges. Um, and the one thing I believe in that we can do to level ourselves out is by working hard. 
So for me, I feel like that's a <clears throat> that's a quality that we all can possess and all can click into. Obviously, there's different frictions and uh, the difficulty to tap into it is harder and easier for some others. But I do think that is a nice equalizer in life, you know, being able to put your best foot forward with a smile. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I try and embody that. Uh, and being funny uh, is, yeah, just trying to have a laugh and, you know, like <laughs> not take it too seriously sometimes. And so, uh, yeah, I think May can probably allude to that uh, in, in I, don't, I don't know how. I, my, my, my jokes are like dad jokes sometimes. So who really knows? who? <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm the butt of the joke, but who knows? It's all funny. Laughing at you, not with you, mate. No, Jay. Yeah, exactly. As I've learned for the last 24 years. And did you all grow up together? Did you all grow up together? Um, uh, Mank and I met during uh, uni. Okay. So uh, yeah, okay. realized we we're two the brothers from, uh, from different mothers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now uni, uni, uni for you all is college. Uni is university, right? Is university okay? Yeah. Great, college. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. And then the connection just was 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 powerful. Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. I, could, I think. I think, so. I, I, in think a, in I think. I think so. I think so, I think. I think so, man. Yeah. Like. What would I think we're friends. The, the, the connection. <laughs> the is really weird. I feel like I've uh, known it, it, for, for much more than much more than five five years. Yeah. It feels like. I can say that honestly. I could. I could feel like. I feel like I tell this guy pretty much anything, and I think what to echo what Sonny said. I think. Um, I, I do agree with all of what you said, Sonny. I think you're. Um, incredibly car. I always go to Sunny for advice. If there's one person, mm. if, I, if I have a conflict in my in my life or anything, I always go to him for advice. So I know that um, I can count on that he will give me uh, a really good, uh, yeah, a really good outcome. Or um, uh, yeah, I thought I was, I thought I was the articulate <laughs> one out of the two of us, Sunny. But um, I thought. <laughs> Hey, no, I, I think, I think you well, right now, definitely... right, right now you're activating your heart right now, right now you're activating your heart. And so what's happening, what, what could be happening is, I don't know if you actually tell him that when it's just you two, but now you're activating a different part of your, of your, of your, of your affirmation for him. Right. And I think sometimes yeah. it gets complicated, right? Yeah. And so yeah, no, it does. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, sometimes it's hard to put in words, but I know it's Sunny's always hmm. one, one person that I can count on. Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely, I okay. funny, but probably not funny though. <laughs> I'll swap that one out. But yeah, I, I echo Imagine. what Mang said as well. But yeah, keen keen to hear yours, Ashanti. Um, show yeah, us what here you we got. go. There we go. So this is the mask. This is the the mask I drew, and the words I wrote were dedicated, caring, and hardworking. So mm. very uh, very ironic. Those words, well, not ironic, but very beautiful. That those are three words that we we all wrote. Um, dedicated um yeah i've been really just like processing this journey of of ever forward in this work and i think the dedicated one is one is sticking to me a lot i think i remember uh the first year first two years of ever forward as a teacher first year teacher i was just like what am i doing right what am i doing mm. like how am i gonna keep this thing going how is it gonna happen even though i had big dreams for it it was always in the present of being stuck like what is going on i i, I definitely I was I like envisioning us being around for many years, but now, but in the moment, some moments I was like, what, how are we going to survive another week? Right. How are we going to mm. survive another week? So mm. the dedicated part has been just remembering those moments of just like frustration and sadness and uh, of this journey. And finally, you know, watching it come together, finally watch it. It's still not together where I want it to be, but definitely further along than where it was. So 
Mm. Uh, those are the three. And hardworking, I think, is definitely deeply connected to what's on the back, too. So, um, you know, I'm like, I, I've learned that I can't work any harder and I got to learn how to work smarter because where we're going, yeah. I've worked as hard as I can. But where I'm where I envision us being, I need to there's still so much more to do. And it can't be me working harder because there's no more hours in a day. Yeah. I need yeah. to begin working smarter and learning how to how to lead in a different way. Because yeah. I think when you when when you're hungry for a big vision, there's plenty of opportunities to lead. But leading people is very is, is not as easy as mm. some people would just hope it to be. Right? Like, mm. oh, I got a big dream. I can lead people there. Well, if you're if you're a big doer, it's hard because yeah. I'm a doer. Leading yeah. is like I got to sometimes take a step back and and point and point and hey, I need you to go and. I need you to figure it out. I need you, I need to not tell you how to do mm. it. And so that's the next chapter. So let's do move to the like, backs. I think it's already jumped. So I can ask a question. Yeah. 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 Did you feel like you need a sense, that sense of control? Like you need that control over your own destiny, that kind of thing. Is that why, is that, is that a, would you say that's a, a driving factor of that or? Um, I don't know that I need control of it. I just need to know that if it didn't happen, it wasn't because I didn't, put everything in it and if i put it in somebody else's hands then i'm like almost it's like if it doesn't happen because i put it in someone else's hands i don't want to be ever blaming someone else for the thing not coming to be right so no i don't want to have control like i don't know you know i have a vision we're going to get to a million masks soon i don't know when that's going to happen like i wanted it to happen two years ago Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've wanted us, I have big goals and big dreams, but getting from where you are to where that is requires not only the, the building of the, of, the, of, the, of the movement of the people, right? We, we, we call it a movement, but I think the building mm-hmm. of it, right? So for me, it's, yeah, I don't, I, I'm clear that I'm not in control. I'm clear that there's a higher power controlling that, 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 is, at, that is at play. And, and, it, if it's up to me, I would have already be done. I mean, I, mm. imagine, imagine if I had a goal of a million masks, we would already be at a million right now. And then what? Yeah. I don't know what's next. I, I don't. People ask me, "Oh, what do you? What happens when you get to a million? I'm like, um, I don't even know, because mm. maybe it'll take me the rest of my life to get to a million. But maybe something's going to happen, and a million can get made in two weeks, right? I think it all yeah. depends on what's happening out, how people are hearing what we're asking them to do. Like making a mask, I think, is an easy task. It's simple, but maybe not easy. Because it's it's asking people to go deeper than this surface level connection that we normally make with with people. It's asking mm-hmm. them even anonymous, right? We, you we're making our mask publicly, but most people we ask to do it anonymously. So even anonymously, mm-hmm. I would think that what we're asking people to do is really simple to do. But we're asking people to shake out of the the uh, out of the out of the scroll that people get stuck into the scroll. Like mm-hmm. oh, I got to slow down and stop and think about myself and think about what I feel and think about people and think about others sometimes it's it's hard because we're trying to we're trying to create a social uh, experiment in a social media world that's often not deeply connected to the heart and soul it's more about image and perception and i think that's the work so yeah i don't i'm not in control i'm never in doubt of that i think i have to learn how to let go of Mm. of 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 more parts so that I am able to do other things, right? That's a bigger piece. Yeah. It's bigger picture stuff mm-hmm. for right now. Yeah. Yeah, could I, yeah definitely, yeah. man. Could I, could I ask a question as well, Ashanti? I know we might want to go to the back of the mask. So maybe I yeah, can save it for later sure. as well. But, um, you know, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned just a moment ago around um, 
you know, you don't know whether Everford can survive the next week and, you know, you've had to be very dedicated and it's brought up a lot of emotions for yourself. One, one thing for me, and uh, I'm still trying to embody it, is like realizing, and I'm, I'm, the question is more, you know, do you connect to this? Do you relate to this? But for me, it's, mm. you know, as I go through life, I realize that actually the real purpose of life, the real purpose of our existence, you know, in, in some ways is obviously connection, community, but it's also to try and feel all these highs and lows and emotions that life offers, you know, so mm. often that, you know, I, and I think sometimes it can be quite sad to go through life and not feel the lows that life offers, you know, and feel the highs that life offers. It's a weird thing to say that, but I feel like in life, you know, we're, we're, we're granted this opportunity to feel these emotions um, and keeping that in the back of your mind. For me, it's like knowing that, you know, I go through life, I feel these highs and lows. How can I sort of seek out this discomfort? Because it'll, it'll allow me to feel very different emotions to what I've ever felt before. And it kind of, in, in the same way that some person might, you know, pursue love. You know, you don't mm-hmm. go out there pursuing sadness, but you pursue, you know, being uncomfortable and the uncertainty. And with that comes a lot of different emotions underneath that. But, you know, when you pursue love, you kind of step in and you, and you choose to pursue love. So I don't know if I'm making a lot of sense, but that, that framing for me has really made it um, quite an interesting journey, you know, over the last couple of years, realizing that, you know, we're all granted this opportunity. So why not pursue that and, and feel what life has to give? So I'm wondering, um, is that something you relate with? Because obviously I know, you know, some things can be taken out of our hands, obviously not knowing whether you can you can be there next week, obviously with Everford, that's something that's out of your hands as much as you like. But for you, how have you sort of stepped into the arena to feel these emotions? Is that something you relate with at all? Or am I sort of just ram- rambling on? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think that what I would say is, um, I think there's a, uh, a group or organization or a website called Seek Discomfort. I think there's a oh. organization and, and I think these guys, they go brand. around the world and they, they do the brand, right? They do these uh, wild things and adventures and whatever. And I would say that um, I think you have to be able to have a little privilege to seek discomfort. I think the idea is that if you have a life that has been mostly comfortable to, I I love their their videos, by the way, so I'm not talking bad about their videos, but I am just saying the idea of privilege is that if I can go out and seek discomfort, it means that probably I have not had it as a regular occurrence in my life. Now, look, I grew up poor, so being poor, when when all the people around you are poor, you may not even know you're poor because it's the context of everyone around you. Everyone has less. Yeah. Or if you are in the in the lower end of this economic status, you can often see that, oh, I have way less than people around me. And so I think that the idea of seeking it is is one of those places where it's like I think it has to be something where you felt like, oh, I've been too comfortable. Let me go try and seek something that's less comfortable so I can have a story to tell about it, right? And I think it's important. And I'm not saying that's the only reason people seek discomfort. I mean, I don't choose to climb Mount Everest because first of all, I don't like the cold. And like, it's not something that is on my list of things to do, right? It would be uncomfortable, right? Somebody just recently invited me to go to some cold place. And I was like, no, no, I don't think that. I don't think I'm going. I don't think I'm going. Right? Like, like you want me to choose to go to some place that's below zero for fun? Like, I don't think that that even sounds like like a, like some kind of reality to me. But for some people, that would be adventurous, right? Uh, and so I think that when you think about the highs and lows, you know, I went to this uh, 
this course of Vipassana meditation retreat, 10 days in silence. Now, first of all, I was okay with that. I signed up. I said, okay. Uh, I, I was okay with a lot of things. Okay, you can have a vegetarian meals for the whole time you're there. Great. I was fine with that. And then I get there and apparently I missed the fine print because not only is there no talking, you can't even write. So they took me, they said, no, no pens, no mm-hmm. journals. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, that's how I process thoughts. They said, sorry, there's no, you can't write anything down. And then not only do you have a vegetarian meals, your last meal is at 5 p.m. And I'm like, oh, heck no. Are you crazy? How do you have your last meal at 5 p.m.? And at 5 p.m., it's an orange or an apple and some tea. And I'm like, uh, I signed up for the vegetarian part. I didn't sign up for the, 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 rest- <laughs> so, so in my mind, I went to this place where I knew I wasn't going to be able to talk. I wasn't going to have the, the, some of the few things I used to love to eat. I was, I was okay with those kind of n- uh, things that were not normal, but then they changed up the, I mean, or they changed it or they just clarified. And then I was like, I'm going to go home. Forget this. Like, and I realized what was I fighting against? Well, I was fighting against discomfort. I didn't seek it, but I also knew that I didn't like it. I didn't want it. I didn't plan that part. Like I, I came in, planned some things, but some discomfort is easier when you don't know. Right. And some, you can easily prepare ahead of time. So I so I think that those are the ways when I think about organizational growth and organization, like I learned what equanimous meant, right? I think it's easy to be equanimous when you're in the middle of the mountains and no one's around. It's harder to be equanimous when you're driving on the freeway with a thousand people who are on their phones and now you're like trying to stay cool and calm in the middle, but I'm actually yelling at people from the, from the quiet of my car because they're not paying attention to the road, right? And I think that, how do you find ways of navigating that? And so I think it's a journey. It's a journey of, all right, today, okay, what's happening today? What am, what am I feeling today? How do I keep checking in with myself? How do I keep making good decisions even in the midst of chaos, you know? Yeah, yeah that, is a, that is a wonderfully very well. uh, yeah. articulated answer. And, and Vipassana, I didn't know that maybe, yeah, like I, I, have, I know a Vipassana, um, <laughs> but hell no, an orange in the evening, that's... <laughs> <laughs> man that that is very tough <laughs> it, it was tough especially for a person who who takes eating as a hobby you know yes. what i'm saying like yeah, there's a I'm difference right like, <laughs> okay so let, let's get to the back so we make sure that we make we, we get everybody in and then i think the conversation will go it's already going somewhere right so yeah. wherever it's gonna go it's gonna go so mm. who wants to go first on the back i can kick off yeah, okay. um, yeah, I can kick off. <clears throat> so I've got the back. What have I got? Yeah, cool, cool. Okay. So I've got the back here. Uh, I've got a couple of things that I've listed down. The first is family issues. Uh, the second is uncertainty. And the third is feelings of inadequacy. So first one with, with family issues is uh, growing up in a household with an alcoholic father. So uh, single, single mom um, have had a historically pretty rocky relationship with dad um uh ever since i was probably the age of you know 12 10 i kind of saw it escalate a lot uh so even earlier than that to be honest ever since i was five or six i kind of saw it in glimpses but that escalated a lot when i was 14 up to the point where my parents separated um and then recently in the last three years um we've tried to rekindle the the conversation with dad who was in in ICU in 2020 at the start of 2020, <clears throat> which was also around the same time that I started my graduate job following university, um, yeah. and 
you know, we've always historically said like um, it will take a bad event for him to sort of wake up. And we thought 2020 was that event where this had finally caught up with him. He had pneumonia, was in ICU. This was hopefully the wake up call for him. And so we brought him back into the house uh, in 2020, which was really, really recent during COVID as well. Uh, all stayed together for, you know, better part of like 10 months, um, tried to get him into a rehab facility and he checked himself out of the rehab facility early on uh, and got back onto it. So I think there's a there's an interesting lesson I've learned there around you can't really change someone unless they want to change themselves. Uh, it had been something I'd been fighting against as a, as a lesson for a long period of time, but that, <clears throat> that really sunk at home for me. And I think I, I embody that quite well, I think these days where, you know, you can guide and you can... Um, you know, you can share information, you can share wisdom, but nothing guarantees the other person ever taking that. And it's a relationship I've had to also learn with my brother as well. Um, so fatherhood will be interesting when I get to that stage later in life. I, I feel like <laughs> it'll be quite interesting to sort of reframe and remodel, I guess, based on what I've learned. But that's kind that's kind of the first one. Um, things, are, things are a lot better now, um, but obviously just knowing that he's out there somewhere and we don't really have much of a connection or... or um, communication channel with him I think is sometimes tough um, the second one is around uncertainty uh, I, I think uncertainty probably comes from having a pretty unstable uh, upbringing I think and, and I've always kind of uh, been you know toing and froing and moving around and um, I guess part of it has yeah like yeah I'm always no matter how well seemingly the cards fall in place for me, there's always a level of uncertainty, and I'm trying to fight that. I um, yeah, I, I I feel like that's I've I've recognized it as something that you know I've got a lot of things that I you know that I'm grateful for. You know, why am I still very uncertain? So, um, kind of working on that one at the moment, uh, and then feelings of inadequacy. I think tie in quite well with that one. I I always feel like there's more. Um, maybe it's part of me that's selfish, just wanting more, getting to the next level, and part of me romanticizes working hard and, and trying to unlock as much as I can in this life. But part of me also recognizes that romanticizing hard work, you know, if you flip that coin, <clears throat> there's something that's driving that. So, um, yeah, just recently in the next two weeks, three weeks, I've booked myself in for like a therapist. Um, I spent a lot of alone time just traveling in December, had a bit of time off, recognized that, you know, it's, it's time I go speak to someone about this and just have a chat because I think if I don't process it now, <clears throat> the l life has a funny way of catching up with you and, and bringing these things out later in life. So if there's one thing I've learned during the podcast and, and Meg and I have had you know, over 50 or 60 conversations with people in awesome people just like you, Ashanti, and I think one thing we've recognized is that, hang on a second, anyone can benefit from a therapist. It doesn't matter if you're going through nothing or everything. I think everyone can benefit from just having a third party come in and, and look at what you're going through and also um life just has a funny way of catching up with you if you don't process these things early on so things compound act on them early um and you'll thank yourself down the track <clears throat> so yeah that's kind of my three things right there <laughs> thank you thank you for sharing those man i appreciate you mm. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I kind of, kind of relate with you around the uh, seek discomfort, discomfort part, and I was writing down a couple of notes, and very interesting. I hadn't, I hadn't thought of it in that way. That when you are coming from a from a place of privilege, that seeking, it's not everyone. You know, people that don't come from a place of privilege also seek discomfort. But 
you are also in a level of comfort as well. So that's always frustrated me a little bit, like comparing myself to others around like, oh, like you've got it really good. What are you complaining about? Like, look at me. And that's kind of been sort of the, the victim mentality growing up, but I've kind of, I've shifted that a lot mm. growing up, but that had been an interesting dynamic. I think anyone that's kind of in a spot where, you know, you're a single parent, you know, you're renting when you're really young, um, you're still trying to figure out your foot and you're seeing a lot of people have happy families and uh, happy parents and, you know, uh, there's a ton of different things, you know, like you kind of just compare yourself and you're like, oh, like you kind of discredit what they're going through. But I think I've recognized over the last couple of years that it doesn't matter you know, I think some things can come from a place of privilege, but it doesn't matter how big or small, you know, you're going through something. Those are your feelings. Yeah. Your feelings are valid. And, you know, you could be Harry or Meghan Markle or <laughs> you could just be an average Joe. I think those feelings are very va- valid for whoever you are. So, yeah, it's yeah. been an interesting journey kind of reframing that myself. Beautiful. Thank you, man. Thank you for sharing. Right. Pleasure. Man, do you want to go next? Who's next, Mank? <laughs> yeah, sure, mate. Um, so this is mine uh you can see that so mine is uh stressed anxious and tired um i think these three words are inherently linked not only with each other but i think they are linked with the front of the mask i think this that is kind of the machine that sits beneath kind of the, the outward projecting um, part of myself. Um, I, I think stressed and anxious, I think, are two words which I think they are different. I think stressed is something where something is, is happening in your life and your reaction to that is is stress and anxiety. Anxiousness, I think, is a bit more different in terms of anxiousness for me is like anxiousness about something that might happen in the future or might not or might or might not happen if you happen in the future. So anxious, uncertainty, those two are interlinked. But I think stress and anxious are, are a bit different and then and then tired. And I think like I mentioned before, these three characteristics are, I think are the result of trying to feel the front of the mask, which is I think can be really characterized as a service to other people and a service to the community. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm working in a, in, I've, I've realized this, that a lot of the work that I've done from a working perspective and from a, um, yeah, from a from work perspective and from a life perspective has been in service, I think, fundamentally of other people, whether it be working in retail, whether it be working as something as simple as a Domino's delivery driver, um, something as simple as, you know, working in corporate, but working for, you know, uh, working for a client or for doing work for someone else. Um, I think that's what is, is fueling it. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's kind of like Newton's second law in that, like, you know, it, it, each, each action is equals, is, is, is a, I, think, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like something about an opposite reaction, something like that. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not into, into physics, mm. but I think it's, it's something like that. Um, it's interesting. I think um, I recently did a, um, I recently did a, uh, a process. I was, Sunny and I were talking about this before. Um, I think I would, I would recommend it to anyone. And it's, it's a simple process of, um, 
it's not journaling or anything. I, I would say it's more of a like a self valuation process. Um, I think it's it's like figuring out what you value in yourself and how you project that outwardly. Um, what areas? What I'm trying to say is, what areas of your life do you value? Do you outsource your value, and from that you can determine the causal the causal factors of your of your actions because your actions reflect your values. For example, I like I mentioned, I'm supportive, happy, hardworking. I outsource. One of the things that I value is relationships with other people whether that be the number of friends, whether it be the depth of friends, whether it be um, you know, being there for my friends, that is how I value myself. And that can make you feel tired, right? Uh, after some time, you like you, and it could also lead to other actions of, you know, being a bit more um, people pleasing characteristics, which I think I have. Um, you know, another another aspect of my life that I am outsourcing my value at the moment, or I'm really putting putting high up on the agenda, is my work. Um, I put a lot of value. And I'm not not saying this is right or wrong, I, 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 but I'm saying um, I'm putting a lot of value on how I present myself at work and my work performance. Um, yeah. and because I, I I almost see that as a as a very certain part of my life in that, you know, I, of, oh, uh, sorry, a key to certainty in my life. Let me rephrase that. I see work as a key to certainty in my life in that I'm going to be getting a remuneration. I'm going to be getting, um, a, a stable finance. So I'm trying to work towards that and, and guarantee that, um, which is, you know, has that hard working part, but again, that leads to stress and that leads to tiredness. And, yeah, I, I I honestly think that those are the the driving factors, and I, and I think like something that I'm not valuing at the moment is my physical and mental well being at the moment. I, um, that's not high up on my priority list, and from a like a physical standpoint, I can I can a, a, a perfect action of that is that I'm not going to the gym, right? I'm just not. It's not high on my priority list. It's not what I value, so I'm not going to the gym. Um, I'm not putting mental health at my at the top of my priority list because I'm not. I know I'm. I'm making a conscious decision not to get enough sleep because I need to work. I need to. I need to make sure that I am the kid. The, the wheels are in motion. I need to make sure that I'm fueling the this front end of of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, whether now, I think that's a very valuable exercise for anyone to do. Um. And I know it's it's going off a little bit of a, a, a tangent as to to what what's actually on those what's actually, what I've actually written on those on the on the paper, but I think they're all inherently linked, in in some shape or form. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I have, a, I have a question. First of all, I want, I'm going to interrupt a little bit, but I want to first appreciate you for what you what you shared. I think it, it's a beautiful question. Like, what do you value in yourself? Right. I think that's. And I think one pivot around that question is when you said that I am I'm valuing my friends with others, my friendships with others, right? My connections to others. I think I heard you say that, right? That's a value of yours, yeah. right? Yeah. And and then right after that, you said 
And so trying to keep up with all of that is creating you so it's a lot of tiredness. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. And then and then I heard you say, and I'm just thinking what I've heard you say, so I'm just reflecting back what I think I heard. And then I heard that you said that you're not valuing your physical and mental well-being. Yeah. And you're not valuing your sleep. Yeah. You're not going to the gym. Yeah. So I wonder what happens when um, – now, I would ask a, a, a more of a head question. Come back to the head. That's the hard stuff. You just said, like, do you value your life? Absolutely. Yeah. I. I yeah. Wait. Actually, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Let, let me let me think of that. Um. Hmm. I value my life based on what other, how other people value my life. Hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it um, does. I, that, that's how I see it. From a work context, that means if I'm, it, it's like it's like this. Like people see different sides of you, right? And um, they can only judge you by that side that they see. Yeah, that's how this. Let me, let me, let me, let me, my, 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 yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sorry, uh, my, yeah, my, my, my family will see the authentic me, and they can value me for who I actually am. My work people see yeah. the work side of me; they value me based on that work side. And I'm not saying that's true at my at, yeah. at, at every single workplace, but that's the perception, right? My friends value me yeah. by how I am with them. Um, and yeah, yeah. The, the, the people can only yeah. value what they see, I think. And, um, yeah. So yeah, let me, let me, let me I, just yeah. push me, push a little bit. Let me push a little here. You're doing beautiful. Thank you for this. So Sunny, can I ask you a question? Can like, like, and maybe this is, I don't know where this is coming from. This is just, is I'm following the energy of the conversation. So you said you value your life as much as others value your life. Yes? Yep. Okay. Okay. And you, you do, and I think you I mean like we're we're physical and we're mental beings. So we're physical and we're like we're physical beings. We have our physical bodies here and we have our our our, our mental bodies, our 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 what you call spiritual that part of yourself that is not a, not a thing, and I think you can touch right this thing out in the energy, the energy you give off to others. Yeah. Mm. Now, so so I would so because we only have a little bit of time left, I really want to. I don't want to go too deep because I feel like I, we got we got to have a repeat. We got to have a part two, right? Because ultimately, <laughs> like like Sunny Sunny, uh, do you like? Can you tell Mike how much you value his life? Uh, how much he values his life. How much no, how much you? How, how much, well, because he said he reflects how much he values his life based on how others value his life. But, but maybe, oh, man, yeah. Oh, man, I absolutely love this guy. There's a, I, I reckon he's probably one of the very few people uh, that genuinely puts his friends before himself. And I would love to see Mang put himself, you know, sometimes before his friends. Um, an incredible friend, very supportive very caring and will go the extra mile 
And I, I, that's not just me. I know that's definitely what people around him see as well. Um, you know, Aviyav as well, Mank. Me and him have had heaps of chats, him all and, and a bunch of others. Um, like, I can, I, can see where, I can see where he says that from. Um, but 100%, like, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine, like, my world without Mank. Um, we've gone through our ups and downs over the last couple of years and what friendship hasn't. Um, but generally, I feel like there would be a missing void. Uh, if if Mank wasn't there, you know, as a, as a friend, and I, I yeah, like hundred percent, I don't know where you're heading off to, Ashanti, with this, but um, yeah, if Mank could just, you know, put yourself first, you know, there's 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 a great group of friends that that value you dearly, uh, and I think you do an awesome job of keeping them close, um, keeping them connected, and testament to that is you being over in the UK at the moment, and you still making time to like call us, stay in touch and, and figure out and find out what's been going on in our lives. So many people that go overseas completely drop off, you know, which is fine. That's fine. You know, people get overwhelmed. People want to settle in. People want to kind of get a fresh start. But you are constantly always checking in and, and making sure that, you know, physically you're over there, but, you know, spiritually and, and from a soul perspective, very much like in Australia, in Melbourne, in our lives. So, yeah. So my uncle, I... I you're um you're valued your mental mm-hmm. wellness your physical wellness is valued and so mm-hmm. i invite as we as we close up and i'll read my three words but as we get ready to wrap it up because i know that sunny has to go but I, I want you to know that uh as a person who is a giver as a as a man who has found myself in the hospital in the emergency room because i was gave till i was past empty I want you to know that you matter too. And you can't be the friend that Sonny just said you are to him if you're not well. Like you, at some point you're going to end. Gonna, the energy is going to, there's no more energy left. At some point at the end of the barrel, there's a, there's a fumes. And I just want to encourage you. I don't know if that's the gym or if that's whatever those things are that you need to do to keep replenishing you. Because if there's no more to you to give, there's no more you to give. And I encourage you to continue thinking about that. Um, and so um, my, my three words, and I'm not going to expound on them because I know we got to run, is worry, doubt, and fear of failure. And I, 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 I work hard to not fail my friends, not to fail this organization, not to fail this dream, not to fail anyone else. And, at, and I mean, the reason I can tell you this, the reason I said this to you is because I'm that man. <laughs> I'm that man who is on, who's on E. My phone is so much well-charged better than my own self. And so I want you to know that uh, I see you, I heard you, and I invite you to continue reminding yourself to love yourself like you love your friends. Like love yourself like you're one of your best friends. And that's the invitation. And so with that, take a deep breath, everybody. That's the mask. Mm. That's the mask. And I imagine, you know, that the next time we get together, whether it's recorded or not, that we'll, we'll try and go deeper mm. when, when the time is right. Yeah. 100%. And I'm, great. how about you both take one minute each and just, uh, 
share like one thing how people can you know share them about your podcast but anything else you want to close out with just do one minute each and then we'll close out the show and and we will continue to stay in touch. And I'm very thank you for both for being thank you for being our first duo in this conversation. You know, uh, I tried to, to make sure we could all communicate equally, but as much as possible. So, uh, how about Sunny? You go first, and then uh, we'll yes. close out with my ink. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Ashanti, this massive and I feel like I can speak for my ink here, but massive thank you for the work that you're doing. Like. I already feel so good <laughs> after that. I don't know what it is about this, maybe giving ourselves the time or giving each other the space to talk and, and share those intentions from the heart. I think there's very, like, yeah, something that's very powerful in that. Um, what I want to close out with is, like, anyone listening, you're taking an awesome step in your own journey. You want to learn yourself. You want to learn more about yourself. You want to learn more about the world. You want to learn more about how other people think and, and go about it. We're all figuring this out. Maybe as well articulated or well posed as maybe myself or Mank or even yourself, Ashanti, have been over you know the last 40, 45 minutes. We're all going through something at every point in time. And so you build that resilience. And I'm still very much going through a lot of things at the moment. But would love to connect with anyone who um, has found some value in this and, and would like to connect. Mank and I run a podcast called Bottled Up. It's a men's mental health platform focused on storytelling and you know just getting people to share their stories. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, um, Google Play. It's Bottled Up Oz. So B O T L E D U P A U S, and that's all one word. And you can find us there and also on Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook. So, yeah. We'll, we'll link it all in the show notes for folks. Go ahead, Mayank. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, and I think just to add to what Sunny said, I think um, we, yeah, we're all into, we're all about storytelling and we're all, we're all about this concept of time um, and people uh, you know, people who come on our podcast, come on our platform. And, and I think it's very similar to what you have here, Ashanti, which is around uh, people donating their time, us taking that time and then putting that out there in the community as content um, for people to relate to, people to um, people to internalize and hopefully inculcate these 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 lovely words into a um, into their own lives. So I think it is. I think it is super important the work you're doing, Ashanti. And, and if anyone wants to to listen to to Sunny and I, us peanuts, uh, talking to uh, talking on, on on another podcast, uh, please please feel free to do so. Um, we, we would really appreciate it, and would re- really appreciate the support. Um, and yeah, Ashanti, really appreciate the time over here, mate. Um, and this is a is a very new experience for us. So um, really. Um, really appreciate um uh, you having us giving us the opportunity to share um a little bit more about ourselves um and 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 a part of ourselves that we wouldn't normally share to to um to to, to those around us yeah well i'm so thankful for you both and we'll we'll see you all again soon this won't be the end this is just to see you soon and uh thank you for being a part of the taking off the mess podcast see you folks Taking Off The Mask podcast is produced by Ryan Louie. Graphics are by Kelly Wong. And a special thanks to the team at Ever Forward, Vanessa Cortez and Choque Allen Alvarez. We'd like to thank everyone who's been a part of the creation of this podcast as we cross the 100th episode milestone and begin the work to the next 100. 
We hope that everyone who's been a part knows that they're a part of the Taking Off the Mask family. And we look forward to you being a part of it as well. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe, write a five-star review, and share. As we look forward to continuing to have conversations that matter. Stay tuned for the relaunch of the Million Mask Movement on 11-11-22. That's November 11th of 2022. There's a math problem in there. You can find out more by visiting everforwardclub.org and following us on social media. Take care. We'll see you soon.